hello, and thank you for joining the Dr. Whisperer podcast. I am your host, Sharon Feckety. I am the Dr. Whisperer, and I am so happy that you chose this podcast to listen to when there are so many choices out there. If you are enjoying the podcast, please consider writing a review or typing one, shall I say, and sharing it with somebody who might benefit or enjoy. Thanks so much for listening. Down. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. Yay! For you all, because you get to listen and hear from Dr. Caesar Lara, who is, I don't know, just one of the best humans around. And we haven't been able to connect on the show in a long time. And I don't know who better to end the year with than you. So welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. It's an honor to be here and, and so beautiful to see you and <laughs> continue to support this amazing journey that you are in, where you are uh, a light for others, other, others in their uh, journey towards optimizing their joy and happiness and balancing their lives. Oh, you see, this is why I love this man. Okay. So Dr. Cesar Lara and I are going to talk a little bit today about this exciting new um, shift, movement, flow, in his life. And I have been able to witness this for years now. I've been, I love when I'm able, like, I'm sure you are, when you're able to witness people on their journey of healing, whether it's um, mentally, physically, spiritually, when you get to see it unfold, it is that way for me, it's such a gift to see where we both were in our lives and in our business when we first met. And now you have opened this beautiful um, new space or just created a new space within your own space in Clearwater, Florida um, with energy healing that you've been doing for such a long time, because not only is Dr. Lara a medical doctor and a great human, he's also a shaman and has been providing this healing for years now. So can you tell me a little bit about, well, tell the audience, cause I already know a little bit about how this came to be for you to recreate your space? Well, um, first, it was just the understanding that I came to appreciate over the years of experience as a physician and uh, learning uh, the latest opportunities that I could bring to my patients so they can heal themselves, whether it's from their blood pressure or their cholesterol. Of course, obesity is a is in, interweaved in all of that. Uh, but within that journey of learning all that there is from a Western perspective, Western medicine perspective, I came to also understand its limitations. And so uh, being able to evolve from that uh, was definitely an awakening experience for me that concretely occurred some five years ago or thereabouts. But of course, before that, it had already began to work its magic through me, uh, but I didn't actually objectively start the path of a shaman until some four or five years ago. Mm -hmm. And at that point, really, I came to the complete understanding that in order for us to heal, we not only need to heal the physical, we need to, of course, heal the mental, but more importantly, we need to heal the energetics. And sometimes you may find somebody that is completely 
doing everything perfect at the level of the physical. So they're eating greens, 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 and more greens and eating uh, healthy uh, proteins and drinking their fluids and minimizing all the um, impurities in their life or in their food that are coming in the form of chemicals. And of course, they're reading all kinds of books and really trying to empower themselves. And, you know, they read and they are taking courses to learn how to help themselves and they're doing everything right, but they're not happy. They're not achieving what they want. There's something missing. And then that continues to create dysfunctions at the level of the mind and eventually at the level of the physical. And Mm -hmm. so what I've been able to uh, ascend to from the perspective of healing is to be able to also have access to be able to guide my patients in a deeper healing, which really brings us to uh, releasing and coming to appreciate the traumas that we carry in our lifetime. Uh, But unfortunately, those traumas, many times we try to bury them. Other times we try to rationalize them. Other times we try to um, uh, somehow figure them out and then get ourselves in a position where we're protecting ourselves from this ever happening again. Uh, Mm -hmm. From a complete healing perspective, we really need to come at it from a position of, I am so appreciative that this crap happened to me because if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't have learned what I know now that has given me this other opportunity to really truly become where I need to be. And Mm -hmm. one of the prime examples of that is in somebody who has one of the most traumatic experiences with a separation of a loved one. Mm. Maybe uh, he or she wasn't honest to them. Maybe he or she wasn't who they thought they were. Maybe there was an abuse issue. Who knows? Many different things. But then Two or three years later, we find that they met the love of their life. And then you're like, wow, if it wasn't for that horrible thing, I wouldn't be where I am today. And so that is what I do at the level of energy healings. Yeah, I love that. You know, it's um, I think if you're hearing that for the first time, I remember the first time that somebody told me that my depression when I was 21 was here to teach me something. I would have never... I didn't, I didn't understand it then. I, I, I just didn't understand why something that was so painful would actually be the best thing to ever happen. Um, but you're so right. I mean, we have to heal ourselves mentally, physically, spiritually in order to grow. And, you know, and, and we hold all of that inside of us. And I love that you brought up trauma um, and how that can move through our body. I was listening to a show the other day and they were talking about um, having this disconnect with understanding um, about addiction, right? And they said, well, nobody thinks that people that are obese are, are addicts. They, they think that like they would choose that life, you know, and, and there's so much stuff and so much pain, you know, there's gambling, there's eating, there's sex, there's, there's so many different ways that people choose to get out of themselves, like you mentioned. And, um, but the pain stays within us and, and, until we allow ourselves to release and to heal. So I love that you're, you're doing that. Do you find in the beginning when somebody is say on their journey to release excess weight that they understand that connection or does it take some time? It takes time. It takes time. And of course, now I've been able to implement within the, within that Western uh, uh, platform of uh, evidence-based medicine that is part of our weight management programs and our age management programs, I have been able to weave in and integrate a lot more energy healings. And so one of the typical examples that I would do now when somebody comes in to, you know, want to release 50 pounds 
and they tried everything else and they have this condition and that condition and they are looking forward to, to, to having a different experience. One of the primary things in addition to educating them and, and the source of that uh, dysfunctionality is to bring attention to the fact that they that their primary source of that dysfunction is secondary to the fact that they disconnected from the true selves. Mm-hmm. And, and so that then allows me to bring attention to the energy and the healing potential of love. And most of the time in those people that are overweight, 50 pounds, part of the problem is that they never love themselves enough to take care of themselves. They love everybody else and oh, yeah. with their families, with their work, with their everything. If if somebody tells them, I need you to get this done, they'll do it. But when it comes down to getting themselves up in the morning, making the right choices for themselves, beginning to love themselves and appreciate, that doesn't happen. So one of the things that I've started doing now is I ask them, which is the part of your physical body where this excess weight is at that you feel the worst? Oh, I hate my thighs. Okay, I want you to put your hands on your thighs. I'm going to do it right now. And I want you to say thank you. Thank you for being in my life. Thank you for allowing me to protect me because the fat cells were there to protect me, not only from the chemicals that I ate in that chicken that tasted so good or in that sandwich that tasted so good, but more importantly, all the trauma that I've experienced with this relationship, with this experience, with that experience. And of course, that is additive and it all gets embedded within the context of our fat cells. And so I want to bring love to that healing process. And there's only one way to heal through love. Everything mm. else is a patch. And, yeah. and, and so that's the way that I work with my patients now, even at the level of weight loss. It's really about me being able to disconnect from the linear way of thinking and begin to think more in the quantum field. And what that means to me is that anything that you truly want and believe is achievable. If it's not achievable, it's because something inside of you is telling you this can't happen, that won't happen, or I need to have my bread in order to be feel like I'm a complete, I had a complete meal. Well, those are old stories that need to be say thank you for being in my life when you were, but I need to change them and I need to recreate myself. So energetically, there's a constant change. Everything that we know in life and in the universe is that it's in constant change. And mm-hmm. so if we can become comfortable with change, then we can begin to drive that change in the, in the way that we'll like it to be. Mm, amen. Okay. Um, I find that there, I, I have a lot of people running through my mind right now. I find that sometimes it's very difficult for maybe busy people, entrepreneurs, people that are running companies um, have a hard time stopping because if they stopped, they would actually have to feel all of this and they would have to process all of this. Do you find that there, because especially in today's world of uh, you hire on Zoom right now, you know, mm-hmm. social media, everything, you know, there's always something that is feeding us, you know, and distracting us from the things that we need to take care of in order to heal. What, what are your thoughts on that, Doc? Hey, quick interruption on this amazing podcast, but we have to tell you about our awesome sponsor, Thai Technology. 
They are so cool, and they're here in Tampa Bay, if you're a Tampa Bay listener. Thai Technology is the best voice over IP business phone service company out there. How do I know this? I used to work in telecom before I work with doctors. That's right. So I know me a good phone system when I see it. Plus, they are integrated with Zoom. They are the only ones that are integrated with Zoom. And if you mention this podcast or you mention the Facebook show, they're going to hook you up with three months for free. Follow them on Facebook and on Instagram. Thai Technology Rocks. Well, uh, uh, from, from my own healing, because obviously I am not above being healed. Mm-hmm. And so I work on my own healing every day. And there's many times now that I become a little bit more um, uh, um, conscious of it. I sense when I'm not feeling well. Mm. Before, I just kept pushing. And as soon as I sense that I'm not feeling well, I ask myself the question, why am I not feeling well? What thoughts am I having? Well, I'm worried about, let's say, money. Maybe, you know, something happened. Maybe I'm worried about someone's health maybe i'm worried about who knows what but there's something that is affecting my energetic field and as soon as i connect with that thought Mm -hmm. then i realize that if i keep thinking that i'm going to create that Mm -hmm. so what i need to do is to say thank you but you don't belong to me and then i'm able to let go some of those dysfunctional thoughts and then bring attention to what i really want so what is my purpose in life my purpose in life is to be a bridge to others in their own healing. And so when I bring myself back to my essence, I begin to then visualize beauty. I begin to see beauty. I begin to see opportunities. And I begin to now walk in a different way. And then everything that I want begins to become actualized. And so that's, that is literally looking at power versus force. And that is a book that uh, was written by um, David uh, um, uh, what's his name? Dr. David uh, uh, Hawkins. Dr. Oh, David Hawkins. Hawkins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dr. David Hawkins. And Dr. David Hawkins wrote this amazing book, Power Vicious Force. Yes, with you know enough force, we can push something and make something happen. And that's how we always work in the Western world. Push, 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 work 40 hours, go work 50, make it at every meeting, do this and that, and, and, and you're in a treadmill. And all of a sudden, and you know, doctors, we're good at that. It's oh, like, yeah. hey, you know what, I need to make more money. Let's make another 10 hours a week, and let's do this, and let's hire more, and let's, you know, so we're in this treadmill where we just can't get off of. But the reality is that there's something even more, more powerful, and that is our own inert power that we can actually make things happen by thought alone and once we begin to recognize and appreciate that the whole world opens up in terms of opportunities and possibilities and so I find that I at this point in my life I'm more connected to my power than I am connected to my force so I try to slow down at the force and I say look I got a million and one things to do but I know one thing for sure i am so happy to be alive today Mm. i am so happy that there's this beauty that is going to come into me so what kind of an experience do i want today do i want to be thinking like a monkey brain with 20 different things or do i want to connect with a little flower that patient that really needs a hug you know what do i want to be today do i want to have an amazing day or do i want to have a day where i feel like i'm not good enough i'm not enough i'll never get what i want and i just better and i'm not who 
I am not who others think I am, you know, because we get into these dysfunctionalities that basically disrupt our sense of faith, our sense of confidence, and ultimately affect us with us becoming who, what others want us to be or what others influence us to achieve rather than actually walking with beauty and seeing with beauty and appreciating all the beauty that actually is right around us. So yeah. I've come back to the to to this experience of I have not been kicked out of the uh, of the garden. I live in the garden. This is the beautiful garden, and I am a caretaker of this beautiful garden. And so, with that perspective, I can withstand a lot of forces that try to push me outside of that. Mm, I love it. I, I know that um, when my family starts to think about limiting beliefs, which is something you were alluding to before. We always think of you, <laughs> you know, for those of you who don't know, Dr. Lara has done accomplished many things um, on his journey through life, but he's also run 11 marathons, finished one in October. I'm pretty sure like the day before you were, you know, at a big gala, like leading it and, you know, it just, it never stops, but you have, I've never been able to see in another human that limiting beliefs is the power of that, that if you, if you think you can't, you can't. And if you think you can, you can, right? We love saying that, but you are, are certainly um, an example of that. And we reference you a lot in my home. So um, I hope you know that. Um, my, my husband too, especially when he's running, he's always, we're always talking about you and it really is such a, a mental, mental game. I want to shift gears a little bit. Um, I want to think about um, our audience out there before we wrap up, because uh, you and I both have some busy schedules today, as always. Um, the holidays are here. You um, and your own personal life, I know, have experienced loss, uh, which I am sending all of my love and condolences to you and your family. Um, I lost my, my uncle this past Sunday. Um, the circle of life I was talking about and in my other show you know, because my brother just got married and then the next day my uncle died and, and we all go through sorrow and grief and pain and, and then boom, the holidays hit, you know? So I just wanted to hear some of your thoughts surrounding um, people out there that might not be so blissful around the holidays, um, what it's like to honor, honor loss and to honor our own pain and our own grief. Um, would, you, would you do us that honor? So, so the way that I perceive the uh, the experience of loss, such as uh, when we lost our, uh, my father-in-law and my wife lost her father, um, you know, we are all guaranteed that opportunity. You know, we all know when we are born. We do not know when the day comes that we will transition, but it is not the end of life. It is just a transition into a different experience. And uh, I try to honor everyone that I meet. I try to honor their journey because their journey is one of enlightenment, whether you recognize it or not. If you don't recognize that the reason you're on this earth at this time is to become enlightened and to evolve and to eventually become uh, more prosperous and, and allow this beautiful planet to become prosperous, you know, we have to connect with that. And so for me, uh, the... I actually wish good thoughts to my father-in-law that has uh, moved on. And I also come to appreciate that death is not the, the end of everything, but it's just a door that transition us into a light beings, which is part of our uh, unique experience. 
nonetheless, there's a significant amount of our community that whether it's because, you know, it's easy for me to talk about a father-in-law who was 85 years of age, very different if suddenly it was my uh, a 16 year old or, or or something like that so there's definitely some significant uh traumas that we can go through but the way to recognize at least for me is to realize that the fact that they're not there in the flesh does not mean that they're not there in spirit and i think that we recognize that we can bring a lot of those emotions and feelings of good things when we bring attention to people that we love that are no longer with us uh, so for this time of season, I also find that a lot of people are overwhelmed. They got too many things to do, too many gifts to do, too many places to go. There's family coming. There's a lot of stress. There's a lot of issues of like, I don't have a, a gift for so-and-so. I got to run and get it. And, and there's all these responsibilities that we give ourselves. At the end of the day, all that is really required is for you to hug somebody, tell them how much you love them, you know, tell yourself how much you love yourself. I love you. Know? You know, just begin to connect with that because the uh, what we're celebrating from a Christian perspective is the birth of this Christ that came to be the Savior. Okay, and the way He was born from the from the humble origin. So that beautiful story really brings to teach us the beauty of what is ahead for us and we can begin to hold that element of christ or that element of these enlightened uh, leaders and, and teachers to begin to come into our lives and compassion is huge but the compassion is not just something you have for somebody else compassion is something you practice with yourself and when you are compassionate with yourself the whole world opens up and you begin to see the beauty in that little flower that it was so beautiful yesterday, but today it fell because it was its time. And so you realize the beauty of what was yesterday. And you also realize the transitional experience that that little flower now that drops to the floor will now become part of Mother Earth. And then in a, in, in a, it will again rotate around and eventually feed another plant and become part of that plant. And so we are in the same experience. We are one with the totality of all that we see and experience. We're not separate. And when we separate ourselves, that's when our ego gets in between and we begin to feel like we're not good enough or so-and-so hurt us. And, and so there's a process of healing. But for me, it all comes down to the ability to love and appreciate yourself and be able to honor yourself by being compassionate to yourself. All we need is love. Right. No, I am so grateful for you sharing that. It is so important that we have um, compassion for others and for ourselves. Go easy on yourselves through the holidays. No stress. Yes. It's so easy to say it, right? But why, why are we not able to, 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 to ride right into it? You know? Yeah. you know, we seem to have so many things that it's become so commercial mm-hmm. that literally we have to do 10 things to be able to enjoy it. I wow. think you should be able to get up every morning and just say, wow, I can't believe another cycle is coming. Saturday is a full moon, a time mm-hmm. to rejuvenate, a time to let go, a time to connect with the astrological aspects that guide us because we are beings that are connected to, you know, we're three quarters of our bodies water. Yeah. So just like we see when there's a full moon or, or we see how the water races and falls, so is our own 
fluidity. And so when we begin to honor all that we see, we begin to find the beauty of who we truly are. Amen. Well, Merry Christmas to you. And Merry Christmas to everybody out there listening. Um, I think that the time spent with loved ones like we're spending together today on this show is a a gift enough for me. So um, spending time and reaching out and calling people that you love and care about is is way more valued than an Amazon package that arrives at your door. Yeah. And and imagine that person that you haven't called in a long time or that person that you were mad at because they did this to you or that person that somehow you think you hurt, but you, but you didn't do anything wrong. And, 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 but, but that has created distance. If you would just get outside of yourself and give that individual a call and say, I just want to let you know, I love you. And I'm thinking about you. Merry Christmas. That creates doorways of love and possibilities that can make such a huge difference, better than a piece of cake, better than a nice, jewelry that you give them better than anything you could do is to give them that essence of love appreciation and uh and of course ultimately we begin to see ourselves in that person and and so uh when we make peace with that person we're actually making peace with ourselves yeah the greatest gift of forgiveness is the gift you give to yourself yes Yes. right well thank you so much dr laura for joining us today see you in 2022 See you in 2022. Merry Christmas. God bless you. And may you have a blessed, joyful new 2022. Amen. Bye, everybody. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to leave a review or share it with somebody you know and care about that would benefit from listening. But more importantly, if you are thinking about advertising your business in the year 2021, Sponsoring a podcast is major. 44% of people pay more attention to advertising on podcasts than any other media. And 37% agree that advertising on a podcast is actually the best way to reach them. 70% have considered a new product or service after hearing an ad on a podcast. And I'm one of those people. And this is all according to Edison Research. Don't believe me, believe the research. So if you're interested in sponsoring, give us a shout.